Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. By now, pretty near everyone in the world has heard a phrase like, the COVID-19 virus changes everything. That is true, no matter who you are or where you live. People are being laid off. There are almost no physical spaces where people can join together in community. Some neighbors are wondering whether their neighbors have been exposed to the virus. Other neighbors are being sure to take care of elderly or otherwise endangered neighbors. Governments are reacting in ways that are sometimes exemplary and sometimes suspicious. At the Environmental Protection Agency, now headed by a former energy industry lobbyist, for example, as of March 26, 2020, the agency has significantly relaxed environmental rules and reporting compliance for industry. A number of state governments have suspended freedom of information requests. In both of these examples, and many others, government basically says the COVID-19 virus changes everything, which is true, and sometimes not for the better, which is also true. As more and more people's daily activity moves online, from school classes to work conferences to public meetings to concerts and performances by stars and star wannabes, something else is increasing online as well. Scams of one sort or another. With all the extra homebound folks hitting the web for all sorts of reasons, scammers and hackers are sure that there are big opportunities to line their pockets at the expense of folks who might not be familiar with online purchasing or video conferencing or whatever. And of course, there are a whole slew of fake products to go along with a slew of fake information about the virus. The Federal Trade Commission has once again reminded us all that, quote, there are currently no vaccines, pills, potions, lotions, lozenges, or other prescription or over-the-counter products available to treat or cure coronavirus disease 2019, online or in stores, end quote. But in desperate times, people are often desperate for hope. Phony products are not a good place to find it. Be careful. All of these phenomena will probably pass when the virus does. However, there's one phenomenon going on around the world which, if we're not careful, may very well outlive the pandemic to the detriment of our personal privacy and autonomy, and perhaps may change our relationship as citizens with our governments forever. As of March 20th, 2020, according to the COVID-19 Digital Rights Tracker at www.top10vpn.com, governments of 19 countries around the world had put in place monitoring of people's movements by tracking the locations of their cell phones. The justification, of course, is to provide ways to monitor the location and the spread of the virus. As usual, authoritarian governments, such as those in China and Russia, are at the head of the pack for these types of, for these types of exercises. But quite a few of what we would consider democracies are not far behind. Israel, for example, has authorized the use of its high-tech terrorist surveillance system used by the Israeli security agency Shin Bet to monitor the movements of people in the country, justified, of course, by tracking the spread of the virus. As Mr. Netanyahu, in speaking about those exposed to the virus, pointed out, we, quote, will be able to see who they were with, what happened before and after, end quote. 
We're not sure whether his opinion has changed since he was subsequently found to have been exposed to the virus himself. The ability of the data collection available through the Shinbet system, since it was designed to track terrorists, is quite powerful. In addition to being able to monitor the location of those with mobile phones in near real time, this technology can allegedly also monitor calls and messages. And tracking technology is not the only digital tech being used, supposedly to fight the virus spread. According to the COVID-19 digital rights tracker, quote, in response to the outbreak of COVID-19, new digital tracking measures have been introduced in 19 countries, advanced physical surveillance technologies are in use in four countries, COVID-19-related censorship has been imposed by eight governments. Internet shutdowns continue in four countries despite the outbreak." End quote. What are those other advanced surveillance technologies that are being called into operation, and where? In Belgium and Spain, as well as in China and Russia, drones are being used to observe who is outdoors, whether they're allowed to be outdoors, whether they're observing social distancing, and announcing warnings to them if the people are not. Soon, there may be 20 countries on the list of those employing digital tracking measures. The Washington Post reports that, quote, the U.S. government is in active talks with Facebook, Google, and a wide variety of tech companies and health experts about how they can use location data gleaned from America's phones to combat the novel coronavirus including tracking whether people are keeping one another at safe distances to stem the outbreak." End quote. Technology can, many say, provide information that can be of great value to health officials and government officials who are trying to stem the spread of this or of any infectious disease. That information can also seriously erode personal privacy and individual security. An article on the website of the International Association of Privacy Professionals entitled On Balancing Personal Privacy with Public Interest posed this set of questions. Quote, Should governments have access to telecommunications and internet service provider data to monitor and control population movement during an epidemic? Should governments share that data across borders to facilitate an effective response? What about monitoring health in public places like airports, the workplace, and schools? Should organizations and researchers have access to healthcare records to expedite a vaccine or cure? End quote. Those are big questions, and they are absolutely critical to have some agreement about as we try to balance personal privacy with community needs in this pandemic crisis. Yet there has been virtually no public discussion of this question by our government with regard to advanced digital tracking technology. Meetings in this country between government and tech companies have generally been held behind closed doors. Wherever the balance is struck, one critical question remains. Can this information collection, gathering, and analysis be controlled once the emergency is over? Our history is not encouraging in that regard. Yes, in many ways, the COVID-19 virus changes everything. In our digital world, the challenge is to ensure that those changes are temporary and that the changes don't outlive the virus they're designed to fight. We'll do our best to track how the tracking goes right here 
on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.